Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where driven fempreneurs learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident. Turn your dreams into actionable, marketable, and profitable plans and make your business irresistible. Hey there, Bombshell. Welcome back to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where Fempreneurs come to get some straight talk and velvet machete advice from me, ICF coach uh, Amber Hurdle, speaker, coach, podcaster, uh, mom, friend, daughter, sister, wife, all those good things that you are. Um, We're here together to live our most vibrant lives and to totally rock at our businesses. And today you're going to listen to episode 10 the do's and don'ts of customer service. Now, we have all had phenomenal and uh, very, very bad customer service um, experiences. So um, I figure we're just going to have a little conversation about it today and and talk about um, what works and what doesn't so that you can have um, an extension of what it is that you really want your customers to experience and um, when I when I do this live, uh, when I go in and I speak, I call it captivating customer care because you want to captivate the people who are your loyal customers, and you want people to to think about like how extraordinary of an experience they're having with you versus anybody else they could be giving their money to. Um, so before we dive into that, though, I do want to acknowledge again. Um, you, the listener. I mean, I'm I'm so appreciative. I cannot believe I'm on episode ten. Like two hands, I can count two two hands worth of fingers. We're on episode ten, so that's awesome. Um, and so I'm going to give a shout out to listener um, Happy Four Two Five, who left a five star review on iTunes. And Happy Four Two Five said, "I wish I would have listened to Amber years ago. Wow, what a change it has been for my business. Truly a blessing." Thank you, Happy 425. You are actually the blessing because you're enabling me to continue to do this and um, just operate in my passion. Um, Let's see here. Eric Stewart says, one of the better podcasts out there. Every episode has been well worth the listen. Amber is a very talented speaker who really gets into the topics in a way that is applicable to me in my life. Well, thank you, Eric. Um, I appreciate you being a bombshell boy and being one of my uh, many male listeners who uh, reach out and let me know how this podcast is impacting your life and your business. So I really, really appreciate that. So um, back into the do's and don'ts of customer service. Let's dig right in. So let's just talk facts, man, just the facts. First of all, it is five times cheaper to keep a customer happy than it is to acquire a new one. Five times. So if you want to go out there and blow all your money unnecessarily to go acquire new customers, go on with your bad self. Go ahead and do that. But what if you could keep a customer and save five times that money that you would spend to acquire someone? So I'm I'm just laying the facts here so you'll perk up and listen to me as I'm going through how important customer service is. Um, Happy customers tell their friends, right? Unhappy customers tell the world. Just think, just get on Facebook real quick. Just scroll through your Facebook page. How many times do you see, oh, this was really a great experience? I mean, I mean, fairly regularly, social media is pretty good at that, um, but not not as much 
drama comes into the comments and the likes and the shares as when somebody says, never go to this business again. And you'll see that like in community pages or on Twitter, people want to tell the world, watch out for this business if they're not happy with you. So customer service, kind of important in today's day and age. And I've said this for eons, I mean, for years and years and years, way before social media ever was like a thing. Um, there is an average of 15 people in anyone's daily life. Like 15 people, you're typically going to be around the same or talk to the same 15 people. So for every good experience that you have, whether that's with your employer, um, like meaning your your employees, with if they're talking about how they like their their work, Remember, because they're a customer too. If they're talking about, oh, I'm at the spa and I just love it and it's so awesome to work there and my boss is so supportive and you know we all get along great, they're saying that to about 15 people a week. Or they could be saying, oh, I hate my job. They're so disorganized and they don't care about their employees whatsoever. Okay, so that's just the employees. So your employees are customers who have a strong word of mouth, plus they're seen as insiders. Now consider the person who's coming in and isn't getting the kind of customer service that they want. They're going to go out and tell those 15 friends too. And then those friends are going to tell other friends. And just as quickly as you can build your business with word of mouth marketing, you can destroy it with word of mouth critiques because they did not get um, that wonderful service that they were looking for. And then you compound that on social media and you're just like up the creek. Like it's just not a good situation. So I hope I have your attention. I hope you're listening. Um, let's dive in. So when I teach this uh, to the salons and spas and, and wellness centers and even beyond, I mean, I teach this at, at um, high-end resorts and all kinds of different um, places, but really I, I look at these very specific industries, A, because you're in my listenership, and B, because there is a sense of belonging. Um, if you are a member of a fitness center, there is an expectation that you're going to be treated like a member. Um, if you are a member of a country club, for example, or if if you go and you get undressed and you're butt naked on a massage table, there's trust there. Like if you're a regular at a spa, if if you are a regular at um, you know where you get your your hair done, I mean that is a salon. That's like shoo, that's a relationship. I mean, you tell your hairstylist everything, and so they, there's a certain level of expectation that your tribe members want to have. They want to feel a part of something. And so customer service is the avenue that you can use to ensure that your tribe never leaves you, that they continue to stay a part of that tribe and they bring in new tribe members. So when you're thinking about customer service, I want you to think about tribe building. Okay, so you've heard my business success pyramid um, if you go back into the ep different episodes, you'll listen about um, your company culture, your company brand, and then the personal brands of each individual within your business, especially you, the leader slash owner. And so I want you to go back and listen to those lessons because if you don't have those things firmly in place, this is going to be um, you know, a first class ticket on the Hot Mess Express trying to keep up with your customer service because if you can't sell it on the inside 
Guess what, sister? You're not going to be able to sell it on the outside. So go back and listen to those episodes. Just go to um, amberhurdle.com forward slash podcasts with an S. Um, you can look in today's uh, show notes, episode 10. We'll link back to your company culture, company brand, personal brand episodes, and all of the, the three-part series of the Business Success Pyramid, or you can just hunt for them yourself um, in your iTunes or um, whatever feed you listen to. But those things are in place. That's the foundation of your business. Now we've talked a little bit about marketing. Now we're talking about customer service. So we've, we've gone out and we've gotten these new awesome customers. Now we want to keep them happy. So the first thing that I want to tell you is, um, is this quote. I want to share this quote with you. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. That's Aristotle. Okay, what does that mean, Ever? Why are you sharing that with me? Customer service has everything to do with consistency and systems and training and everything that happens day in and day out in your business out of habit. Like your employees should all be singing the same song in the same key, the same way, no matter who their audience is. If one person has an extraordinary experience, the next person should have an extraordinary experience. When you go off the rails is when you don't repeatedly do the same thing. Excellence then is not an act, but a, ha- but a habit. Now, Aristotle was a pretty smart guy, so um, we should listen to him. So I want you to think about who's coming into your business, who's approaching you. And I say this all the time. I talk about this in, in employee engagement. I talk about this with customers. But every single person that comes into your establishment has a wagon of experiences and a bucket of expectations. So they're pulling, just imagine somebody walking in to your business and they're pulling this, you know, little red flyer wagon and it's all their experiences. It's every single uh, massage they've ever had. It's every single facial they've ever had. It's how they've been treated in their life. It's how their um, mother spoke to them. It's their ex-husband. It's everything. They're dragging in that entire wagon, just chock full, overflowing of all their life experiences. And then they come in with this empty bucket of expectation. It's just this, this is full of air of expectations of, I need you then to fill this bucket and fill it up to the top of all my expectations. And those expectations come from all the experiences that they're pulling with their wagon. So now you're not just dealing with a customer. You're not dealing with your 11 o'clock. Like, dear God, never refer to somebody as your 11 o'clock. If if Felicia is coming at 11 o'clock, then... Felicia is coming at 11 o'clock. That's how I want you to talk because all of these people who are coming into your businesses are humans with stories and they're not just going through the mill of what you're supposed to get done in a day. And not, I know you understand this or you want to be listening to this podcast, but you need to get your front desk person to realize this. You need to get whoever cleans your toilet to realize this. You need to, anybody who touches your business needs to be on the same page and they need to know that this person is coming with, with previous experience and some expectations. And so balancing that becomes um, quite an art. So how do we begin dealing with their wagon and their bucket? First of all, you need to build an appropriate rapport. And I say appropriate rapport because sometimes, especially in these industries that I'm in, it's it's easy to get close because they're intimate 
um, experiences. Some you're, you're right up over their head for two hours if you're, you know, styling their hair or whatever. Um, you, you're in a, a regular habit of rubbing all over their body or, you know, listening to them about, about their fears of wrinkles and whatnot. Um, or you're, you know, maybe it's you're a trainer and you're, you're with them hours and hours and hours every single week. So it's easy to get close to people. But I want to invite you to go to uh, just pick, pick a restaurant. And then um, have, you know, everything's great and you're there with your friends, your people who are in your everyday life, not the person who's getting paid to take care of you, which is exactly what you and your staff are doing for the, the people coming into your business. And then all of a sudden, this waiter, server, um, just starts getting too comfortable. Now, it's bad, of course, if they don't fill your water, if they're, you know, not on your needs and making sure that you have everything that you want and helping you pick out menu items that are that are good for you. I mean, that, that that's that's bad all on its own. So you're frustrated. But what is also bad is when you get too close. And I don't know if you've ever had that type of experience where they start like telling you about their life and they um, are asking you questions that are maybe a little more invasive. I mean, sometimes I've had experiences with servers before and I'm very easy to like, you know, get close to really quick. My husband's like, oh my gosh, you attract people and their life life stories. But sometimes I just want to be like, dude, you, you want to have a seat with us? Like I'm not counting my regular places because sometimes I really do ask like, hey, come sit down, and hang out with us. But I'm talking about going out and wanting to have like a nice dinner with my husband and then that server just getting a little too comfortable. And I know you know what I'm talking about because you're like, could you please just go away? I'm trying to have a business meeting. Can you please just go away? Like this is my first date, whatever. So I want you to build appropriate rapport with your customers, whether they're new or longstanding, okay? So how do you build rapport and be friendly without getting too comfortable because the minute you cross that line, and I know everybody has exceptional customers where you really are friends, but sometimes um, you know you, you can cross that line with people who really don't, they don't want to be your friend. They just want to be a customer and they want to be treated like a good customer and they don't want you to treat them like a friend and, and take, um, take them for granted. So here's how you do it. First of all, always smile. Always, always, always smile. If, if you're on the phone, you should be smiling. And that person should feel that energy, even if it's over the phone. If you're writing somebody an email, if you're responding to a website inquiry, you better be smiling. Because if you're smiling, then your mindset is already, the energy is shifting in you. And even if you're like pissed off at them because of something that they said and they irked you for that day, which customers have the darndest uh, habit of doing sometimes, you're still smiling. And so that is just going to naturally help you respond in a positive and professional manner. Um, obviously, you want to start with empathy. Can I talk? You want to start with empathy. So what does that mean? That means you just come with an understanding of where they are. So that could be that they're stressed out. That could be that um, they're limited on time. It could be that they're looking for a celebration. Whatever that is, come with a sense of empathy. Put yourself in their shoes in the moment no matter if it's a positive or a negative one, and that is going to help them feel like they're being taken care of. Your tone of voice. Your tone of voice can change everything. And I have to watch myself sometimes with this because I'm a very direct person. So um, sometimes I get a little sassy. 
And um, I have to make sure that my tone meets the um, level that my that the person that I'm talking to is at in the moment. So if they're kind of quiet and then you're just very like blah, 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 that's going to set them off. So watch your tone of voice. Make sure that you're, you're perky. Make sure that, um, and I don't mean like perky, like you don't have to be a cheerleader or anything, but um, I want you to be a happy, jovial, um, welcoming voice. And then I want you to speak in terms of um, you and your. So your appointment, your experience, your day at the spa, your appointment with your trainer, whatever that is. I want you. I want you to give them the ownership of what that experience is. Because remember, if you go back to the business success pyramid, you are solving problems in exchange for financial compensation. Um, and then I want you to be a part of their solution right? You're solving the problems. So you need to let them know. We, let's, we're going to take care of that problem skin. Let's see if we can get that color corrected. Um, we want to give you the best birthday spa experience that you've ever had in your life. So you want them to own the experience with you, but you want to be a part of that solution, right? Because they're they're giving you money and you're solving their problems. So you're included and they need to feel the trust that you are in fact going to take good care of them. And then I want you to commit to their result. So just simple things like saying, I can help you with that. I can help you with that. Um, there's a, um, a dentist here in town. And anytime that you call his office and, um, and, and you have a problem or you're, you're, asking a question, always, 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 they say, oh, I can help you with that. I can help you with that. So how does that make you feel when somebody calls and it's not like, oh, that's, um, let me find so-and-so. Hold on. Can I put you on hold? No, 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 no. You're still helping that person no matter what their question is, no matter who answers the phone, you are still helping that person because you're going to go find the solution. So somebody calls and says, hey, I've got um, 10... 10 girls coming into town and I need to book a spa party. And so the teenager that you have working at the front desk that Saturday morning um, should not ever say, oh, I don't book parties. She needs to say, I can help you with that. And then from that point, she could get whatever information and then say, okay, this is the person who books parties. I want to make sure that you know she's looped in and then we're going to confirm with you or whatever your process is. But if she's answering the phone, she can help that person with that. And so I want you to get in the habit of saying that and then your customers automatically feel like they are being well taken care of. Okay, now what about when the fit hits the shan and you have a make it right opportunity? Meaning you've screwed up. <laughs> Meaning this is the time to shine because you can turn enemies into advocates if you handle this correctly. Um, in fact, that's... I, just had this experience. I, uh, this is fresh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what you should do, and then I'm gonna tell you my experience. Um, so make it right. So the, it's you want to remember to always be late, girl. This is the first time that I'm, that I'm ever gonna be like, yeah, you should be late. Late is an acronym for listen, apologize, take action, and ensure satisfaction. Okay, let's say that again. So anytime you're in a make it right opportunity, you want to be late. You want to listen, apologize take action, and then ensure satisfaction. So I was booking a girl's spa day 
Can you tell? I mean, like, I can't help it. This is the industry that I'm in and I, I love it. So y'all get my money all the time. Um, you want, uh, okay, let me go back. So um, I call this place and everything is is getting worked out. And she's like, okay, I'm going to like move something around to get y'all in at the same time. And I was like, oh, this is so great because it was, you know, there wasn't a lot of lead time. And being in this industry, I know that you need a lot of lead time um, when you're when you're booking that many people. And in Nashville, we we're like the number one bachelorette party destination in the entire country. So um, getting a bunch of people in at the same time is like pretty epic, even with long lead time. There are actually people in Nashville who only plan bachelorette weekends. So, wow. Okay, so here's what happened. So the gal never called me back, and then I called, and then I didn't get called back, and then I called again, and I talked to somebody else. Well, come to find out, some somebody dropped a ball, and my little spa day was falling apart very quickly, and now it's even later, and I can't call another place to try to like salvage this day, and this is like a surprise birthday experience. So it's not like it was just you know something for me, and I could just be like, oh, well, we'll do something else. Like this is what this person wanted to do for their birthday. We were going to make it happen. So this woman who um, handled everything, she listened to me. So first she was trying to kind of like fix things. And I finally just said, hey, I, I need you to listen to me. And just because I needed to know logistics, like I wasn't even like, well, let's just figure out some kind of a game plan. And so she stopped and she listened. And then she apologized for the the ball being dropped on their part. Like she didn't give me any excuses. She didn't tell me why everything happened. She didn't tell me the behind the scenes of her business or that somebody called out that day or like all that nonsense. Like, let me tell you what, your customers do not give a rip. They don't, they don't care. All they care about is you fixing it. So don't tell them we're short staffed. Don't tell them our computer crashed. Don't tell them that nonsense. Just apologize. Like, oh, I'm so sorry this happened to you. Obviously, we've dropped the ball somewhere. When that woman said that to me, I was like, okay, we're cool. We can handle this. At least she's taking responsibility for it. And so if she can do that much, then I trust her to come up with a solution. So then take action, the T. Listen, apologize, take action. She immediately started looking through the schedule and trying to figure out ways that she can accommodate my group. Okay, so she did that. And then she took my number, E, and late, listen, apologize, take action, ensure satisfaction. She called. She Every time she said that she was going to call me, she did. Every time she followed up with an item, she did. And I finally got um, to, to talk to them. And guess what? It's all handled. Now, there is a little bit of a hiccup in it. And I guess I could be cranky about that. But what I saw happen is that there was a little ball drop, which I totally understand. I've dropped balls in my lifetime before too, but I saw them jump through circus hoops to make this right for me. So do you think that I'm thinking about like, oh, well, it didn't work out perfectly. Or do you think that I'm seeing that they moved heaven and earth to make this day happen for me? I'm so appreciative of that, that I will be loyal to them and tell everybody how amazing they are because they came together as a group to solve that problem. So now not only did I, was I a customer? And I've been there before, but now I am a huge raving fan because they took a really um, inopportune time to show me just how much they care about my business and about making me happy. So you have the power to do that too. And so when you're listening, you need to drop everything, your agenda, your perception, you just need to let them tell their story. And then after you listen to them, 
Always thank them for the feedback. Thanks for letting me know that. Thanks for bringing that to my attention. Acknowledge the emotion. I mean, she even said, I can tell you're angry with me. And I was like, no, I'm not really angry with you. I'm just like frustrated and coming up. I'm just, I need to figure out what I'm going to do now. Like I'm, it was more of like an urgency issue for me. So, but it was nice that she was like, I, I could tell we've pissed you off, you know? It was nice for her to at least go there with me. And and so, um, you know, she confirmed all the facts. She showed that she listened to me. She proved that she heard what my main concerns were. So if somebody is upset, you, you know, it could be something like this. Mrs. Smith, thank you for bringing that issue to my attention. I can see we frustrated you. I would like to apologize um, that you've been inconvenienced or that we've let you down. Let's find you a solution. So going back to that let's and we, let's find you a solution. If I understand you correctly, what you were looking for was X, Y, and Z. Okay, so I'm going to say that again because I'm the queen of scripts. Mrs. Smith, thanks for bringing that issue to my attention. I can see we frustrated you. I'd like to apologize that you've been inconvenienced by this. And, you know, let's find you a solution. If I understand you correctly, this is what you're looking for. This is what you said. When somebody just knows that they've been listened to, like we beg for that in our relationships. You certainly want to be listened to when you're paying somebody good money for a service, right? So then you have to take action to ensure satisfaction. So that's due diligence, ask questions, offer solutions, empower your customers. So give choices. So that's what she did for me. She said, okay, we can get one person in at this time, two people in at this time, three people in at this time, or would you rather this and this? Well, neither one of those were my ideal situations, but at least I was suddenly empowered. Like I had a choice. Like she didn't just say, okay, this is what we can do for you. She gave me choices and that made me feel like, okay, well, at least... At least I'm still in charge here, right? So, um, and then, and then just ask, like, what can I do to make this right? Most of the time, it's not a free service. Most of the time, it's not give me a refund. Most of the time, they just want to know that you're going to like talk to that employee that dropped a ball or that you're going to change the way that you do something because at least them telling you was their way of making sure that somebody else didn't have that same experience or that they don't have to repeat that experience. So, um, you know, don't be afraid to say, what can I do to make this right? And if they say, well, I want a full refund, uh, I wouldn't necessarily go there because if you've got those tire kicker type clients, maybe that's not the client that you want anyway. I mean, sometimes you do need to refund. I totally get it. Uh, I mean, you do, and I'm not telling you should never do that. But that's not always the number one option any more than paying your employee more is going to make them happier. Okay, so let's dive in to the do's and don'ts of customer service now that we have some of those foundational things um, laid out. So here we go. Don't, as in do not. Don't assume anything. Spell assume. And if you have kids in the back car, tell them not to spell assume. But I want you to in your head because Bad things happen when you start to make assumptions. So never assume anything about the customer. Never assume anything about perhaps an employee or a business partner, whoever's involved with whatever happened, um, whether it was good or bad, just don't assume. Always have your facts straight. Don't talk shop with customers. I've said this before. Like if I call and someone's like, oh, well, we've had this many people. Well, sometimes a little more sympathetic because I'm a business coach, but, but 
in general, I do cringe because I'm like, oh, nobody cares that somebody called in. They just want what they paid for. Like, don't give that our system was down scenario. I mean, if that's the legitimate thing where you just physically can't get in to, to work with them, you take down all their information and say, okay, as soon as our system gets back up, I'm going to give you a call back and we're going to you know handle all this for you. But if somebody... If something bad happened because your system was down, don't blame it on, well, our system was down. Apologize. Go through all the different steps that we've already talked. Okay, big one, don't interrupt. I know you're thinking about what you're wanting to tell this customer, good or bad. Do not interrupt them when they're talking to you. If they want to tell you about their life aspirations and what type of a salon experience they want to have, just listen to them. Make them feel heard. If they want to tell you about every bad haircut that they ever got in their life or how you know their boyfriend made them feel terrible and so now they're ready to to lose weight after they broke up with that jerk because they're never going to feel that way about themselves again, listen to them. Don't interrupt them, good or bad. If If they're complaining or if they're just sharing, don't interrupt. Um, don't overpromise. Like if you say, okay, I'm going to get that fixed immediately when it can take a week, don't overpromise. So like this this woman that I was dealing with at the spa, she uh, she said, you know, I, I'm going to be straight up with you. I've got to leave right now. Like I've got to walk out the door right now in order to get to where I need to go. But I can call you by 11 o'clock tomorrow. Now, if she would have told me, I'll call you today, knowing that she had a crazy rest of her day and I didn't hear from her, that wouldn't have been a good thing for me. Anybody who knows me knows, like, do what you say, all that kind of stuff. Um, and so she she didn't overpromise, and then she did call me. I mean, it was like 10.58 the next day, and she called me before 11 o'clock. So I so respected that. Um, never, ever, 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 never let your employees say, I don't have the authority to do that. You have the authority to do anything. Now, you might not be able to give a um, a full refund right there on the spot without a manager, but you have the authority to go get the solution. You have the authority to pick up the phone and call. So if somebody says, I demand a refund, and then your person says, well, I don't have the authority to do that, now you've just diminished the power of the person who is handling your customer service crisis. Wonk, wonk. You want that person to say, Okay, so what would make it right for you is a full refund. Let me speak to my manager real quick, and we're going to get her involved. That's how you handle that. And then don't patronize. Oh, heavens to Betsy, and this is big in the South. Don't patronize, which is treating somebody with an apparent kindness that betrays a feeling of superiority. So don't talk down to somebody. Don't make them feel inferior to you, or don't try to make them feel inferior to you. Um, Don't ever make someone feel like less than who they are, even if they're being a jerk face, okay? So those are the don'ts. Here are the do's. Again, do always smile even through the phone. Always, 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 always smile. That is a big one. If your employees are not smiling when they're dealing with your customers, you need to go have smile practice. And honestly, most people either smile or they don't. So if you go back to the company culture episode of the Bombshell Business Podcast, then you will see that you can't train somebody to smile. You have to hire to that. You have to hire somebody who's naturally going to treat your customers in a friendly and professional manner. Um, Do always own the problem. Remember, whether it's you or one of your employees, 
You are the messenger of the company. You have the power. So even if, like I said, you don't, quote, have the authority, you still are the conduit to the solution. So I want you to remember that. Do use empathy. Put yourself in the other person's high heels, okay? Think about where they're coming from. Think about what the expectation is on their side, is this a really big deal? Is this their is this their wedding weekend and they're coming in to get their hair done with their bridal party or maybe they're going in for a couple's massage the morning of their wedding? Like what what is this experience? What's the expectation for them? I mean, for you it's your 11 o'clock. For them, this is the most important day of their adult life. Okay? Use empathy. That's a do. Do become a super sleuth. Gather all the details Ask open-ended questions, not yes or no, because you can read between the lines. You can hear what type of words they've decided to use, and you can kind of get a really good feeling of what the true problem is, and then just stick to the facts. Remove your emotion from your side while still trying to consider your customer's emotions. So you are wanting to acknowledge that they're angry or hurt or disappointed or whatever those emotions are on their end. And then it's your job to just come up with a solution. Don't get butt hurt over things. If they're screaming at you, obviously you want to talk them off that ledge and kind of get them to calm down by using a quieter voice yourself. Um, And certainly never let a customer verbally abuse you. But if you get all emotional in the situation, like they're not coming at you. They're disappointed with their experience. They're not hating on you as a, as a person. You are a representation of the company that has let them down. You are, whether you are the owner or an employee, you are representing that company. And when that person gave you money and you did not solve their problem as a company, they're not going to be happy about it. It has nothing to do with you. So get your emotions out of the picture is going to be okay. All right. Do repeat back the details and the desired end results. So repeat after me. When somebody tells you everything that they're upset about or that they're hoping for, when they have a plan, I want you to repeat that back to them. So this is Pete and repeat time. Tell them, you know, okay, so what I hear you say is that you're going to have um, your uh, fitness assessment um, on this week, but then you're going to be out of town for two weeks in Europe. And I mean, repeat every little detail back to them, right? But as soon as you get back from Europe, you're, you have goals around body fat loss, okay? And you have a class reunion in the next three months. So what we really need to do is tighten up both your nutrition and um, and and increase your workouts so that you hit these goals. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Yes. Now that person can go off to Europe for two weeks, know that they're going to go ahead and get their fitness assessment done. Then they can go off and they know that you've handled them, that you care about what it is that they want and exactly what their goals are. Same thing with, um, you know, we'll go back to the spa day again. Okay. So you've got, um, you've got 10 women coming in at this time. Um, you want to bring your, your own, champagne. Um, It's a surprise for this person. We're going to pull this person aside because they're allergic to whatever. And so we're going to make sure that we walk through the products with them. When that person is giving you every little detail about what it is that they want, you better 
regurgitate that back to them so that when they get there, the expectation is met. And the same thing when you're in with a customer service um, crisis and somebody's fussing at you, then you need to repeat back to them everything that they were dissatisfied with so that you know that you understand completely what their issue is and so that they feel heard and understood. And then of course, said it already, do ensure satisfaction. Mrs. Smith, thank you for giving me the opportunity to assist you today. Is there anything else I can help you with? Because what if there's something more? What if they're just, they need that prompt to say, oh yeah, and I want this. Oh yeah, do you do eyebrow waxes? Oh yeah, um, do you do prenatal massages? Because man, I've got a girlfriend and this actually might be a good place for her. So always give that opportunity, no matter what problem you just solved in your customer service situation, always ask them, is there anything else I can help you with? And then that just opens the door, okay? And that builds an even stronger relationship. So when things escalate, I want you to lean on this training. I want you to live out your company culture, just like I talk about in that episode, which we're going to link back to in the show notes. Don't take it personally. I want you to use a soft voice, kind of calm the situation down when somebody's like, oh my gosh, and then this, and then I got canceled on and blah, 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 blah. And you come back with, I'm so sorry to hear that. I'm sorry that we've disappointed you. Is this, if I understand you correctly, is it this, this, and this? That just, I mean, you could just feel the energy shift. You need to make it absolutely clear that you're going to find a solution you simply ask, what can I do to make this right for you? Um, last resort is, of course, bubbling it up and making sure that somebody with more authority does get to handle the situation. But most of the time, it's better if you solve problems in the moment. And then, you know, if it's a difficult situation, like a real difficult situation, especially if it's on the phone, you might want to take a time out. So if you just got dog cussed on the phone, before you go back to your employees or before you deal with another customer who is happy and doesn't have any problems with you, just go take a, take a quick step outside. Just take three deep breaths. Think about why you're in business. Think about all the marvelous customers that you have that are very happy with you. Think about all the problems that you solve. Think about the happy work environment that you have. Reset that system before you start dealing with other customers because it, it takes a little bit from, um, from chaos to... Um, you know, back to happy-go-lucky business. So I hope all of these lessons have served you well. Um, If you want to get deeper into um, your customer service, into your employee engagement, whatever that looks like, then shoot over to amberhurdle.com. Um, certainly go to today's show notes and, and I'll give you um, the checklist of, of the do's and the don'ts of customer service. You can share that with your employees. But if you want to work with me um, one-on-one, then you just go to amberhurdle.com forward slash work with me and you can scroll down to coaching. Um, I'll also put a link in the show notes. And then of course, there's always the bombshell business boot camp, and that is on your own time. You can do that over a glass of wine. You go at your own pace and you can do things that will make your business irresistible by putting these solid plans and processes together from customer service to employee engagement to marketing and everything in between. So thank you again for listening to another episode and I will see you next week, Bombshell. Thanks for listening to the Bombshell Business Podcast. Visit AmberHurdle.com for more resources and be sure to tune in again. Cheers to you, Bombshell.